I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Gant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The The Remedy. Remedy. Well, hello, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. (laughs) And welcome to the next episode of The Remedy with Tovacito and Janice Gant and Kevin Ibling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kev, Kev, you have a little jacket. You got swag going on. Do you have, you have a hot date tonight for, no. for Valentine's Day? No, I don't, actually. We did our uh, Valentine's dinner on Friday. Oh. Do you do, do, you do Valentine's dinner? Uh, no. Well, no. We, I'm going to have Does dinner. Does anybody care about Valentine's Well, I'm going to do... <laughs> I do it with my grandkids. Okay. We're going to have... Okay. Um, I'm having dinner tonight with Blair and her girls and then... I mean, her kids and then Bren and her girls are going to come by. After school, because I have presents for him. Oh. Presents? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. I, I give him presents for everything. Life. <laughs> I want to come back and be one of your grandchildren. Or my daughters. My daughters oh, get yeah. a present too. Well, you're you're just you you have done you do that so good. Tom I gave mean, me. It's uh, not about gifts, but Tom gave me a really cute card and. Some licorice. I love licorice. I and thought he found you were some say really some girl liquor. I thought so too. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I gave him a <laughs> Valentine kind? and a bottle of wine. <laughs> good wine. Well, that's a good gift. Yeah. Yeah. What are you getting, Elise? Um, she, do, it, well, this won't post yet. So. Oh, well, and it's no big deal. Um, we love C's candy. Oh, yeah. It's like our favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, but of course, Elise is a pain. So she only likes the milk butter <laughs> chews. So I had to go online and order like. A box that that's all just milk butter chews, and it's funny because you do a Aww. custom assortment, and so you click each kind of candy that you want, and I was just like click 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 because all the exact same one, I like just need them all the same kind. It's like so. Tiff treats, and you order the which kind? Yeah, of exactly. You Did like. you already give it to her? I gave her that on um, Friday before dinner, and then I just brought her uh, flowers and um, a Starbucks at work. Oh, that's where nice. we were when I got the big news that I can't talk about yet. But next week I got some some news for you guys. Okay, so. we're yeah. ready. Yeah. Wow. Okay, you're a good little hubby showing up at work with some treats. That's why I dressed up a little, you know, for. So you were wearing. To meet her. Yeah, you, I guess I didn't really think about that. But. <laughs> There's a myth to your madness. There is. <laughs> okay, well, on this Valentine's Day, we need to thank our sponsor, Valerie Dillon. Yes, Valerie. I don't I know can't... Valerie, but you say she's yeah, your neighbor. Yeah, she's my next door neighbor. <laughs> That's cute. And she was redoing, uh, she was adding a pool or redoing their pool. And uh, she, the, they were blocking our driveways several times in the, in the, in the back. But I mean, I would just go out and tell them to move or ask them to move. But she apologized and brought us a really nice bottle of wine and a jar of those little mini cookies, chocolate oh, chip oh, cookies. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You know? I love those. I love those. Yeah, yeah. She's so nice. She's so lovely. Thank you, Valerie. That's so sweet. Yes, thank you, thank Valerie. Thank you, Valerie. And I need people on Deloach to step up. <laughs> you do. <laughs> what's, what's that place called that sells those thin little chocolate chip cookies? Well, there's several places. I know of uh, Swoozie's. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That may be that may be where she got those. Mm-hmm. I don't. They're like grand, grandma something yeah, or something. Yeah, they're bitsy. Little they're bitty bite chocolate size, chip cookies, real crunchy, and they're mm-hmm. good. Super, they're really good. How do they keep them fresh? They're in a jar. Oh, sealed. But it's a plastic mm-hmm. jar, right? No, it's, no, it's glass. glass. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never. I, for some reason, I thought it was plastic. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cute idea. I need, yeah, that's a good yeah. gift. Because then you just have a little one and it, you don't feel guilty mm-hmm. and then oh, you're not. It's like you a know. piece of popcorn. It doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> Once it's you have 12 air. of them, though. Nobody's <laughs> <laughs> having 12. <laughs> okay, so we thought it would be fun on this Valentine's Day um, to talk about love languages. So, so let's just get, uh, Janice, I'd love to get your perspective on the value that uh-huh. you place, and I'll give you my perspective oh, too. Okay, okay. Um, on love languages. What is, do you, well, I, I already asked it. I don't I need mean, to ask it again. <laughs> I, think, I think that, I think some people approach this as this is like, my hair is blonde or, well, no, that would be kind of the same thing because it's, uh, Lord knows what color it really is. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, it's not like your eyes are blue or it's, I don't think you're born with a particular desire or need. I think a lot of that's conditioned and learned and sure, blah, blah, blah. And, and so, but I do think that what a love language is uh, would be, in my my words, the things that I want the most from my relationship. Mm-hmm. So, and it, I don't think it's a need. I mean, I think that we we say, right. I need this, right, I need right, right. this. You know, I mean, I've had many, many guys say, and, you know, I just need more sex. And I'm like, no, no, you don't need it. You want it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, you're not, mm-hmm. your thing's not going to fall off and you're not going <laughs> to drop dead if you don't have enough sex. <laughs> You know, so, but I, so I think that it's, so that's my approach to that. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting because in a relationship, if you can talk about these things and express that to your partner without having the expectation that they're going to figure it out or guess it or whatever will really save you some probably hurt feelings and some conflict. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Because I think we personalize that if we don't, you know, oh, "Oh, you should know that I prefer this or this or this. And we just simply don't if people don't tell us. No, it's true. You you actually taught me that. I think I I was talking to you when I was married Uh and I was telling you and, you know, that what I wanted more out of my marriage Uh and Uh you were encouraging me to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry. And... And I was like, I don't want to have that conversation. I don't, and I'm sure I'm not the only person on no. your couch that has ever said he should just know. Exactly, he should just know. And you were like, why would he just know? I know. If he's never learned it, if he's never seen it, if he's never done it, if he it if it wasn't modeled for him yeah. in his family of origin growing up, like how would he know? That's right. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And then you, 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 you know, a lot of times we think we shouldn't have to say that to somebody. And when we take that approach, then we are setting ourselves up for not getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to, as Tom always said, because he was VP in charge of sales of this company, and he always told his salespeople, you get 100% of what you don't ask for, mm-hmm. you know? So if you don't ask That's for good. it, then you have mm-hmm. to give up any expectation of getting it, really. And and we that makes sense to so many people in business. Yeah. Or um, sports. Yeah. Or career or... But when it comes to our relationships, we look at it differently. Mm-hmm. We, we do. And and we make assumptions that they should just know. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, some people don't just know. No. No. So one thing I, I love learning about love languages. Uh-huh. I think it's a great tool. I think it's a tool. I don't uh-huh. think it's the tool. Uh-huh, I agree. Um, I think this, you know, when I do premarital counseling with couples that before I do their officiate their weddings, this is one of the things that we talk about. Uh-huh. And I love it, you know, and it creates and cultivates some really, really, really good and important conversation and education. Mm-hmm. But it's not the only, it's not like if you get this right, then your marriage is foolproof. Right, right. And so right. I, I look at this as a tool, not the tool. Uh-huh. Kev, what are your thoughts about this? Well, first of all, um, maybe this is just me, but did you guys think kind of on the test that a lot of the questions seem like the same question, just reworded? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that too. I'm like, I feel like I've already answered this like yeah. six uh-huh. times. Me but, too. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. It's like, would you rather have a gift or a hug? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I totally felt that way. And I will say that my results are not what I was expecting at all. Really? Mm-hmm. But I don't know what all the other ones are. I only know, you know, possibilities. What do you mean what the other ones are? Like what your languages are. Like I don't know the other options. Well, I'm not options, but categories rather. I think it's a prior. Like some is like touch, words of affirmation, and like what are the other ones? Acts of service. Um, So quality time. Receiving gifts. And receiving gifts. Those Uh are the five. Okay. Uh Yeah, mine is not what I expected it to be. So did you answer that thing? Yes. So then it came up and you got the percentage of what yours was in their ranking? Yes. Well, I I screenshotted. So it gave you five, five. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I see the percentages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So let's start with you, Kev. Okay. The one that I thought I would be actually was a close second. Can I guess? So, can yes. I, can I put yours in order? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. Do it. And That's you a good too. idea. Oh, okay. Not that I would know you romantically, but just as a human. Yeah. I am guessing that your order is words of affirmation. Acts of service, no. Words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, physical touch, and receiving gifts. I would think physical touch would be... Higher? Higher. Yeah, you guys are both pretty close. I mean, Tova got the first and last, because number one was words of affirmation, last was gifts. Only 3% there. Um, And then Janice, you're right. Number two was uh, touch. 33% Uh words of affirmation, 27% touch. Then time, then service, then gifts. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet you would not like service or gifts because you don't like you feel uncomfortable when people do things for you. I do. Yes, yeah. definitely. That makes sense. That's only three percent is gifts. So. so, what did you think if you said that this? I, I thought it would be touch. Oh, you thought it would be physical touch. Definitely. Okay. Because I'm an affectionate kind of guy. I thought that would be number uh-huh. one for sure. I mean, it's close. Thirty-three percent, twenty-seven percent, but yeah, it's close. Now, can you guess what? I want you to guess Janice's order. Okay. I know. Y'all will get, you'll probably guess mine. Okay. What do you say? <laughs> I think quality time. I think gifts. Mm-hmm. I think physical touch. Acts of service, words of affirmation. Okay. What do you think? I think words of affirmation would be higher. Put, put hers in order. Oh, I don't know. I'm not good at this. This is tough. Just try. All right. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> you can be wrong. <laughs> okay. Then I would say time, gifts, acts of service, words of affirmation. I guess I'm going to put that last also. Because I don't, yeah. That, yeah. That's my order. Yeah. I don't think you need a lot of words. No. 
Okay, mine was... Who's closer? Uh, Tova's got to be closer. Well, you both didn't miss my... You both missed my number one. Is it really? gifts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that. Me too, but I'm like, is it rude? <laughs> <laughs> does it cook? Uh-huh. I was like, does it sound bad to guess that? But... Uh-huh, and you could even put expensive <laughs> gifts if you wanted to. Oh my God, I did the exact <laughs> same <laughs> thing. Everybody, you and I... I was like, you're like, I sure really gifts. think it's she can gifts, think I'm judging but if I, I say don't gifts? want <laughs> her to think that we think she is superficial. Yes. superficial, but actually, I kind of am. <laughs> kind of am. There's I kind of, I am a little. Superficial. There's more to you, but I know how much you value <laughs> gifts because it's also what you give. Really good. I, mean, I do give really it. good gifts. I think in general, gifts are higher on for females than males. Some. I could be wrong, but it just that'd be my guess. Some. I, you know what I think? This is just my observation with doing and this. And I'm not saying that women a, are materialistic no, or no, not no, at no. all. But, but with doing this with a lot of people, <laughs> I think that women, I think the gifts are higher than they want to admit. Uh-huh. Because I think they don't want to be that girl, and yet we're all kind of <laughs> yeah. that girl. So Janice was super honest. I did not mind one bit. she's more involved than all of us, so (laughs) she can just own her shit. She's like, give me gifts, expensive. (laughs) I admire that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Well, you know, I I mean, I I don't know how much time I have left. I don't want to waste my time with a bunch of like... Accumulate as much as possible. Acts of service. (laughs) Don't want to waste your time lying on a test either for that. Exactly. Okay, my first one was receiving gifts. It was thirty-seven percent. Words of affirmation were thirty. Okay, so my initial instinct was correct that that would be higher. I thought that would be last. Uh, Yeah, and I, I think I don't know where that comes from. Maybe because it's not so much that I want people to say you're really great, but I think that I think that if my children or my grandchildren or Tom say things like oh, you know what, Mom, you're such a great-grandmother, or you're mm-hmm. that, then mm-hmm. that really does kind of fill me up mm. because that's where kind that of my priority sense. lives. Mm-hmm. I don't really have this huge desire to save the world. I used to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really did. And make everybody happy. Uh-huh, or you make everybody happy. Not a people and I, pleaser. No, I really don't. Mm-hmm. I don't do that much anymore. Uh, physical touch was my third one. Quality time was, and that physical touch and quality time were the same percentage, 13%. And then acts of service was 7%. Mm. So I could see that. Mm-hmm. I, I could see that in the sense that you're so self-sufficient. Yeah, don't I don't need, need uh-uh. anybody to do anything for uh-uh. you. Like uh-uh. there's value on other things above that. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. I never would have guessed words of affirmation was my number one. I think that's crazy. I would have thought touch or acts of service. Okay, most men that I have worked with their top two are either words of affirmation or physical touch. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mm-hmm. can see that. Mm-hmm. I think men are really kind of want that those words of affirmation mm-hmm. more than what they allow themselves to acknowledge. More sure. than I would admit. Yeah, somewhere. no, exactly right. Yeah. But But I think they... I know that when I will say to Tom, you know, I really appreciate you doing that. Thank you so much for being so sweet to the kids or whatever it mm-hmm. is. I mean, he, he really does like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. It's It makes so much sense that <coughs> you would need or want both, but it also makes sense to me that you would be, 
it's easier for a man to say, I want sex, than it is for a man to say, I want you to affirm me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's right. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's easier, it's more manly to want to get laid Mm -hmm. than Uh it is to need a... Tell me you love me or you're proud of me or something, you know? Yeah. 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 But like you I want really, it. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> One of the things that I do that I've learned with Tom, and I, and I think it's it's really helpful for me to say I um I I just want you to know how much I respect or how much I admire your blah 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 or the way you talk to your salespeople or the you know I mean and rather than. I just try to put it out there for him, mm-hmm. and I don't. I don't use the words "I'm proud of mm-hmm. you" because mm-hmm. I don't. To anyone, uh-uh, mm-hmm. I don't do that to mm-hmm. anybody. You've because, taught me that too. Uh huh. Because I don't really. That's I don't get you full know. from what other people have mm-hmm. done. Yeah, it's not yeah. about you. But I do admire so much of that, and I think that that's a real easy way for me to acknowledge those things mm-hmm. with Tom and I, and he really appreciates it I think. Mm-hmm. I didn't have him answer this, but I think I think that he would probably be pretty close to where Kevin is. Mm. Who's going to guess Tovas? Okay, let's see. <laughs> uh, Real quick, can I tell you how much I love that you use the word and admi- the two words admire and respect? Mm-hmm. That's something I learned from Mary Catherine uh-huh. with her now husband. Uh-huh. When she was falling in love with him, those are the two words she used to describe her feelings towards him. Uh-huh. And I was like, that's what I'm looking for. Uh-huh. I want to admire mm-hmm. somebody and I want to respect somebody. Mm-hmm. And those words were very meaningful to me when she said them. I'll never forget it. And I thought, that's, that's love. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be proud of a man. No. I don't even need to be proud of my children. No. Um, and but I would like to admire and respect the person who's on the other side of me. Yeah, yeah. And I want to be admired and respected. Yes, well, yeah. d- we all do. Yeah, we all do. Okay, okay, okay Tova. Well, what do you think, out, Tova? May are. the force be with you, people. <laughs> <laughs> I think hmm. yours are. I'm guessing yours would be quality time, physical touch, maybe. Uh, active service, receiving gifts and words of affirmation. I don't know. That's the exact order I was going to pick. Really? Mm-hmm. What? How close were we? It's quality time is my number one. Uh huh. But words of affirmation is number two. Really? Uh-huh. I would have thought touch for sure. Uh huh. Touch is three. Three. Uh, acts of service and receiving gifts, and those tie at last with only six percent on both. Hmm. But I what's want the percentage all five. for your number one? <laughs> <laughs> don't who, all right don't now mistake. everybody's saying i admire tova janice is like sick <laughs> what percentage was your number one it was 32 percent quality yeah. time and then 29 percent words of affirmation 26 percent physical touch and then acts of service and receiving six. gifts were both six and i but i have to i really don't I mean, I think acts of service are nice, but I don't. That could be totally last. I do. I do place value on gifts, and I place a lot of value on thoughtful gifts. Uh-huh. Like, I want 
like what when my kids ask me what I want for Mother's Day, homemade cards. Yeah. I want thoughtful. You don't ask that though from a man, do you? Oh, no. homemade cars? Nope. No. Because <laughs> nope. let's be honest, it's going to suck. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anna Prynne actually makes George's and Carter's now. They just write what's on oh, the yeah. inside. Oh, yeah. That's uh-huh. cool. That's a good sister. <laughs> yeah. No, she's such a good sister. So I, but I like thoughtful. Like, like uh, when somebody gets me some, like for Christmas, Craig got me gold, frankincense, and myrrh gifts. Uh-huh. And all three of them were so, so, so thoughtful. And thoughtful gifts mean, I mean, I like it. I like nice gifts, but I, yeah. I, But thoughtful gifts mean the most to me. My sister is the best gift giver. Th- that's Super a, thoughtful. Let me tell Her you. Her gifts are always my favorite. That's a, that, is a, that is a beautiful quality in, yeah. in a person. Yeah. It is. Because it's really easy to... To throw out something expensive, mm-hmm. for sure. To just throw money at it, yeah. It's easy. To just throw yep. money at it and put it. You know. <laughs> it's just like that's <laughs> good. Like, Please, cool. <laughs> uh, like uh, this is not nice, and I probably shouldn't say it. But when I was married, Topher would always buy me expensive gifts, mm-hmm. but they weren't thoughtful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, he'd get me a five hundred dollar gift card to. Which the, is nice. The Four Seasons yeah. Spa. But oh, didn't you get that every time? <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about this I before. Don't I don't know if we talked about rubbed. it here, but <laughs> I don't mind being rubbed. But I would like for you to get like pay attention mm-hmm. to something that I really that you're passionate about or a yes. hobby or something. Yeah, yeah. like or yeah, yeah. I pay think, attention. Yeah, and Tom is so good about that. Sure. I mean, like he is there anything he, he's bad at? No, he really. Well, <laughs> he's not that tidy. <laughs> oh yeah, you say that. Uh huh. But you he, that. you know, Which like his, me, like his, looks so his tight. Valentine's yeah. card. I mean, I, 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 his Valentine cards are always really sweet, and he writes sure. a really lovely thing. <laughs> Mine are just not. Happy Valentine's! You're the <laughs> best. <laughs> no, I love you a lot, but I'll give him something really funny. Like the one I gave him today, there was. A jar of like cotton balls, and then there was a roll of toilet tissue, and the and the cotton ball says to the roll of toilet tissues, "Ugh, women use me to clean all their makeup off their face." And the and the toilet paper guy it, guy was a guy, and he goes, "Well, you think you've got it bad." <laughs> That was my card to Tom. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, so from the day we met, mushy, yeah. I knew that you were the one. <laughs> Next paragraph. Your eyes are like the blue sky, and your soul is like the sun that I, I can I can only imagine. The card that he picked Not a toilet that. humor joke. Yeah. <laughs> Hers oh, has potty humor. Tob, can you read, uh, what's the description of your number one? Like, you know, it gives you that oh. little thing. Hold on. Uh, let me see. Because it will say, like, if this is your love language, then it says something about it. I'm just curious mm-hmm. what they all... Oh, let me see. Hold I'll on. Read the, I can read the words of affirmation one. Okay. Uh, you go first, and then I'll read you quality time. Uh, actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirit skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. Kind, encouraging, yes. and positive words are truly life-giving. Man, the thing about the insults really hits home for me. Yes, <laughs> I uh-huh. heard that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's why it's so hard for you to forgive people. Yeah. Who have hurt you because it's that's where your greatest value lies. Yeah, true. 
But if someone, I can tell someone is genuinely sorry, I'm, I can forgive easily. But yeah. Like yeah. you say, it's yeah. so hard for me to not forgive but someone who I know is sorry, who doesn't even know that they did it or they're not sorry. I'm like, <laughs> nope, I don't forgive. You. Sorry, I'm, I'm not holding sorry. on to that forever. Yeah. <laughs> So what does yours, what your first one so was? Quality, quality time. Quality time. And that's accurate. That's, that's And read that. So it says, in the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you like full undivided attention, mm-hmm. per- period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there. With the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks and st- on standby. Make your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. Man, if that's not obviously your number one, yeah, thousand percent, (laughs) yeah, a thousand. I mean, if you have, if my kids look at their phone during dinner, I'm like, phone down, Uh like, and and well, if we're out to a restaurant, that's what I say at. Dinner at my house, their phones are on the counter. It's not even allowed at the table. Well, that's what I was going to say. This stands out it means for you a lot it, to more me. with your kids than with Craig. Yeah. You but talk it, about that more, you know, talking, listening, and dates uh-huh. and that kind of stuff. But it's really important to me with Craig, too. Yeah. Like, if if I'm with him and he's, like, if I'm, like, waiting for him to get off of conference calls and phone calls, like, if it's in the middle of the day or, you know, I totally try to be yeah. patient. But when it's time to when like, it's he and you time, mm-hmm. yeah, it needs to be me and him time. Mm-hmm. And 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 if it's not to your point, Janice, I take it real personal, uh-huh. too personal. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's interesting. I think that would could be Tom's because he he says to me, "You're not, you don't listen to me." Oh yeah. And sometimes I don't. I'm so busy. I hear him, but I don't really listen. You know, mm-hmm. I hear the words and. But it, it, it's much more important to him than it is to me. And I try to do a good job of that with him, you know, of really, I'm really working on really listening. And being present. Mm-hmm. So, th- mm-hmm. so an interesting thing about what, what we just said with you and what we just said with me, and I'm sure it's the same with you with gifts. If the people that we love don't place the same value on our value, we take it as an insult. Mm-hmm. We take it way harder. So like if you didn't give me the perfect gift, I wouldn't think twice about it. Uh-huh. But if I didn't give you a good or thoughtful gift, you might let that be a value statement on our relationship. Uh-huh. I think I think everybody does that. Yeah. I think it, that's why I think it's so important that we discuss it mm-hmm. and understand that that's not that's that's an aspect of the relationship that we weigh more heavily than than somebody else does and doesn't make it wrong it doesn't make it right it's just different and being able, able to accept those differences and then practice giving to our partner those things that they do put a high priority on yeah. is important yeah. and it takes a mindfulness you know to a do that a lot of mindfulness yeah, a lot it, of it really does. I, and and you know what? To your point with sex, Kev, and and what we talked about, like men and sex, th- it, women. I think I'm sure you you see this in your counseling because men place such a high value. A lot of men place such a high value on physical touch. Our self worth, yes, and so directly tied in. If you, if the men, which often happens, especially if you've been married for a long time, if the men are often 
if not always the initiators or the woman is like, Ugh, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. tired. Like, can't you just not? You're like one more thing that needs something. I don't me. want to do it in that circumstance. No, no. I don't not at all. No, <laughs> that's a buzzkill. Yep, it is. Totally. <laughs> but women need to remember that that is a value statement oftentimes to the man. Absolutely. And it's vice versa. I mean, I know women who love sex more than their husbands. Sure. Well, and I think and I think it's that's where it's important too. I tell men when I see couples, I tell men a lot. I say, you know, it's sometimes when you get in bed after you've had a really long day, having sex sounds great. You have sex and you fall asleep. To women, a lot of times when they go to bed after spending the whole day messing with kids and everything, it's kind Mm -hmm. of the last thing they want to do because they're tired. And I get that. And women don't, men, I believe men are are better willing and able to be sexual when they're really tired than women. Absolutely. And women, when women are really tired and worn out, a lot of times they just don't want to do it. And that's why. It doesn't I'll matter s- if we're sick or injured or anything, no, no matter what, anytime. <laughs> I mean, injured, <laughs> injured. <laughs> I remember once after being at the emergency room all night with my broken arm, I was still trying to get laid. So. <laughs> That would hurt. And it was a really bad break, too. (laughs) But I'm like, nope, it just doesn't matter. It's better than the the pain medicine. Oh, my gosh. That is such a good thing that you just said, because I'm sure that so many people... Just being honest. Yeah. yeah. No, No, it's true. And I think that that's why, for men, if men understand that about women... Then you know sometimes it's good to try to have be sexual in the morning or first thing in the morning or in the afternoon if the kids aren't around or something like that. Heck yeah, because it is it is difficult sometimes for women when they're fatigued to be interested, especially if you have small kids. You know, yeah, you know what you sure. feel like that, uh, like if you're breastfeeding, and you're and you're making dinner and you're doing laundry and and you're holding babies or toddlers or four year olds, and then. You get in bed and you're like, and then here he comes. Mm -hmm. It's like, I cannot breastfeed you tonight. (laughs) (laughs) As a matter of fact, don't touch him. (laughs) I mean, it is how you feel. It's like one more thing taking from me. And it's not about the man or the mm-hmm. sex. It's about mm-hmm. exhaustion and being so depleted yeah. it's energy can't take wise. It as an insult. Yeah. Yeah. It's not personal. Yeah. But it does feel personal. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's why you we have to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. not feel like we it is a personal onslaught if we're not getting exactly what we think we should be getting that they should figure out. Yeah. So how, uh, Janice, when somebody comes in, like you just, you just flat out told me, like you need to tell, you need to tell Topher exactly what you want, exactly how, like if you want flowers every Friday, you tell him I want flowers. This Mm -hmm. is what makes me feel special. How do we tell somebody what we want and then get what we want without that action feeling diluted by the fact that we had to tell them? 
Well, I think that we have to grow up and realize that people can't mind read. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if we don't mm-hmm. put wor- words to it, then we give up our right to be annoyed. I think that we're not yeah. getting it. That's good. And I think to say, hey, this is something that I really want in this relationship, or I'm not getting enough of this, and I would like to have more of that mm-hmm. to put, then it's it's just clean and it's clear and people can understand that and and you know i'll tell guys if you they'll say you know i just i need more sex and i'm like no it's not a need you need food water shelter air. maybe air <laughs> but you don't you o2. know yeah. uh-huh. exactly <laughs> exactly so if so you you need it's important that you say that i don't i want to be sexual with you and then i say and if it's if you want to have sex every night then tell them that you may not get it mm-hmm. but if you don't ask for it you don't, you got to give up your right to have a resentment about not getting it mm-hmm. and then if you then you can negotiate this you mm-hmm. know and say okay i would like to have more sex and then you say okay how what is what are you thinking how much is more sex mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that you get a little more specific because i think that I think I think that that is oftentimes misunderstood on both sides of the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. The man feels like he's being punished, and the woman feels like she's a dutiful, you know, she has to be that has to do it. And there's really nothing that's that great for men if somebody isn't wanting to be there. You know, yeah. and a lot of times for women, I think once they get going in the process, once they cuddle mm-hmm. and kiss and all that, they get a little more into it. Whereas men can just, yeah. a, a lot of times, just go, yep. go, yeah. That is such a good point when it comes to sex, uh, and it's such a good tip for men that if they would take their time mm-hmm. and be slow and be gentle and be loving, it would go so much further than pushing up behind me while I'm trying to go to sleep and saying, you want some or something like that. I mean, yeah, I I, agree. That's never happened to me. Thank God. But if it did, I would be like, no, I don't, but I know it does. Or, you know, men go by and grab a butt or grab a boob and they think that this is Mm -hmm. supposed to be some turn on. It's like, you're just one more thing grabbing me Uh today. It's true. I always say it's like you're, you're riding a horse. Yeah. <laughs> Don't slap me on the butt. That is not romantic. Y'all. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Get it. Yeah. It's not, it's that's not, not a, sexy no. to me. No. No. The slow, mm-hmm. kind, sweet kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, take- I get accused of taking too much time. She's like, get on with it already. And I'm like, hey, I'm doing this for your benefit. I was ready to go 10 minutes ago. <laughs> You need to write a book, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's a good sign, though. I think that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's but... good job, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You 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 need to be on one of our seminars. Well, that's one thing I that I learned though from my parents. You know, we're learn what not to do. Hopefully, my mom doesn't listen to this one. But Elise is very good about telling me, just being honest and telling me what she wants. And I'm a very good listener. Like if she says. When you're cooking from now on, when you season the meat, do it over the sink and not there. I'm like, okay, and I will immediately learn. All she has uh-huh. to do is tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something my mom was not good at at all. My mom was the worst boss, and I saw her and my dad go through that. They still do. Like, I'll look over, my mom will be like, ah, moving this huge piece of furniture by herself. Like, we're like, 
you could have asked dad and I to do that and we would have done it. Like, yeah. why can't you just say I that? We were never going to just thing. know what you want. Yeah. I think that's, I, I, it's my thought. I and mean, what do I really know? But it's my thought that that's a generational thing. I think that I think women right. today are much better about talking about, they have, they have much Asking more of a for what they want. voice. Uh-huh. I agree too. Then I think, cause I think it's something that you and I've had to learn more of than the Elise's generation. Uh, I think so. Generation. I think so too. Like you and I had to find our voice. Like, no, that yeah. doesn't feel good. Or I don't like that. Or please stop. Or please, can you please think about doing this? Yeah. Or it would yeah. mean a lot to me if my mom, uh, and she was precious, but she would, she would be silent. And she was, she would fume like you know the Peanuts character, you know, oh, with yeah. the dirt coming yeah. off of him. And you could, you could feel it in the air. There was mm-hmm. anger there. Mm-hmm. But rather than say, "Hey, everybody, get up from the table and put your dishes in the sink," mm-hmm. she would just kind of be mad about the fact that we hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. So she did really did not ask for what she wanted mm-hmm. very much. And I think it was because it just was yeah. not done. And we're not intuitive men. We're just not. We really don't. Like, we're, we're not well, going to know. You, know. you have around. to tell us what You're to do. You're not walking around looking at Elise saying, hang on, thinking, how are you doing? What can I do? I need to do. Is there something exactly. I want to do? No, and that's why we have to ask for it. And, it, and you know, we'll, we'll get a, a lot more of it. And if we're told no, it's okay for us to be able to tolerate the word no. It's, it's refreshing. Often or not, if you ask, probably going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I right. Like, I like how you said, like, all she has to do is tell you one time, like, and then you're like, okay, yeah. uh, you've taken inventory of all the things that are important to her. And she says she appreciates that about Yeah, me. that's you know, really... Goes appreciated. That's good. Also, remember, one of my superpowers is my memory, so I always yeah. I don't forget stuff. That's really good, Kev. Yeah, it really is. I bet you are a phenomenal husband. <laughs> I don't know that. Well, thanks. I bet yeah. you are. It's, she says it's annoying, though, my memory, because it's, like, too good. Because it's funny, someone will say, you'll remind them of something they said, they'll be like, I didn't say that. But I'm telling you, you can recite back word for word what someone said in a sentence. It jogs something in their memory. And they're like, oh my God, I did yeah. say that. I and she that does that all the time. Thing. She's like, how do, do, do you, you remember that? that? No, like, but Tom does. Tom remembers everything. I do too. I remember everything. And like you, Kev, I'm like, no, that's not I can what see you the said. words. Yep, I remember yep. exactly what was said. I know exactly what you said. I know where we were standing. Yep. I probably can tell you what you were wearing. Don't try to tell me you didn't say that. <laughs> yep. Because I know exactly what you said. Exactly. The inflection, uh-huh. how I felt, uh-huh. all the things. I wonder why some people have that brain and I don't some know. people yeah, don't. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know. That's it an is interesting weird. I did an interesting thing. Elise always assigns that to like being intelligent. I'm like, I don't think memory is necessarily tied in with being intelligent. It's just good memory, you know? Well, and I think some people are used to listening to more of the details and maybe taking more of the details in and rather than the big picture sort of a, there are some people that I think sometimes are more artistic. Sometimes mm-hmm. that'll be more big mm-hmm. picture mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. looking at the whole thing instead of all the little mm-hmm. specifics. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think, and I don't know, maybe that muscle is developed through trying to be mindful of that. I really, I, I know that I do not listen like I really would like to. Would like to with Tom. And I think part of that is because. When I listen to client, I can remember, I don't remember the author of the book I'm reading, but I can remember somebody's brother's name or sister's name that I saw 
20 years ago. You know, I remember That's, more, That's good. I, yeah. I well, get. but I'm listen I am intently listening when a client is mm-hmm, there. I'm mm-hmm, not mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. my brain doesn't go any place else and, and except your clients for can that tell. conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's where and I think maybe that when I'm not doing that, I allow my brain yeah. to just kind of wander and not not really focus a on a little bit more free. A little more free, yeah. I think so it's too. It's kind of funny you said that. It reminds me of, oh, sorry, Toad, I mean, Stephanie. No, go. Um, when someone says, oh, I'm terrible with names, it's like, no, you're not. You just didn't put the energy into remembering it. Like, yeah. Just be honest about it. You know, like, yeah. I forgot your name. I hate when yeah. people say that, that term. <laughs> I'm terrible My at names. My dad would do that. He'd say, I, Curtis Sterling. Uh, now tell me your name again. You know, he <laughs> was the that. best at that. That's a great way to it say is, it. It's a great quality. Yeah. Yeah. So, one thing that came to mind, and I'd be interested to hear your thoughts, Janice, about this. I was thinking, because I noticed Carter, Carter pays a lot of attention. Oh, yeah. And he started paying attention the second he got here. And I thought, well, one of the insights that I got right after I adopted them, it, they went to counseling and they were doing this play therapy and one of the things that he said to the counselor, the counselor was like, how do you like um, America? And he was like, oh, I like it. And he was like, what do you like uh, What do you like more about America than you did about Africa? He was like, in Africa, people hurt you. Oh. And he said, okay, so, but in America, people don't hurt you? And he said, no, not yet. But when they do, I'll be ready. Oh, that just, you should feel what my body's feeling. I have chills from my toes all the way up to my neck. Bless his sweet little precious heart. And that's how Carter lives. Ready to be screwed. Mm-hmm. And so he is always paying Has his guard attention. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I mean, it just hit me like a thousand bricks. I'm thinking that that's exactly why I remember everything. Oh. Because he does? No. Because, because you're you, waiting. You experienced the, the same, same thing. Because I am oh. waiting for you to screw me. Wait, oh. And when you do, I will be ready. Mm-hmm. And so I need to pay attention. And I live like that. And I think it's because of my upbringing. Well, that yeah, makes- I don't have that at all, though. What about my- that didn't explain my memory. <laughs> I don't know why you do, but I think that's why I do. Yeah. And Carter remembers everything. I mean, well, and he's paying attention to everything. And he's and I'm the same way. I can read body language. I can read energy. I can read mood. Mm-hmm. I can read tension. I know exactly. So all the time. So so Carter is. N- Unknowingly, he's not conscious no. of expecting the shoe to drop. No, but he's waiting for the hammer to come down, and he lives. And like that, that was the same. And way he, he always did. will, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it started young. It's too. And, yep. and you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing because mm-hmm. you are ready and prepared. Mm-hmm. It's it's what we hope is that, like with you, is that most people are are. Being gonna be kind to you. Yes, you and know? I think that I have done a really good job surrounding myself with safe people. Yeah, yeah. It's always been really important to me. Like yeah. I have the best friends. Uh, you know, working with you two feels very safe. Yeah. I, 
Mm. I'm not coming in here worried about no anything, you know. But I think that it's really important for me to sur- to survive in a great way and live in a great way that I've surrounded myself with people who won't surprise hurt me. Mm-hmm. Safe has a huge value. Mm-hmm. That is really, really interesting because I never, ever, ever even think about that. Me either. Never think about people being safe or not. I mean, I don't. I think it's my biggest unconscious motivation to who I've surrounded myself with. Mm-hmm. If If there is a... Risk that you might hurt me, I will abort in 2.5 seconds. I think you have a really good spider sense of who could hurt me. And then I, of being I'm, able to I'm read people unkind. in general. I'm just don't, I'm not going to associate, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get close to you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Oh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that just very all came out interesting. to me. So, speaking of Carter, though, I just wanted to ask um, ask me anything. So, the love language it doesn't just apply to a significant other; it applies to your family as well. Well, yeah, th- yeah, I think it it could. I think it could apply to friendships. I think it could apply. That's such a I great question. I think it could shift. I Don't do you think too. The list would shift if it w- if you weren't. Oh, you think for family it's different? I think that if I was looking at this, uh, like when I took the quiz, I looked at it from a romantic lens. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. But if I was looking at it from a friendship or a work or close family, I mean, yeah, because I don't need a hug from. I would say mine's still words of affirmation, probably. <laughs> but, <laughs> I bet. Yeah. And it, I bet mine would be quality time with my mine, kids yeah, that yeah. I place a high value on that. Mine would not be gifts. No, not from your children. Not from not my from children, us. not from my friends, uh-huh. not from. Oh, yeah, I guess that. You know, you know really not from anybody. Yeah. I think your list would Tom. change, too. That, that's a bet. That's your romantic <laughs> yeah. value. Yeah. yeah, that's. I think my. Uh, I don't know. I have I have a pretty high level of physical touch mm-hmm. with being able to hug people. Mm-hmm. I like to hug, mm-hmm. but the but the quality time with my family yeah. and my friends is means everything. Uh huh. And the older I get, the more important that becomes. Oh yeah, yeah. Because definitely. you feel that time kind of shrinking, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, mm-hmm. who I want to be around these people. I want to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it yeah that's a really interesting perspective because mm-hmm. it does shift. I think it does shift because I would say like touch would be way farther down the list. But then again, I told you guys that story I think on the show that one time about during COVID when I was at home for Christmas and my mom put her hand on my head and like kind of rubbed oh, my hair yeah. and I was like you know, and that was like I, I, you know that was touch and that was very meaningful. Uh-huh. Yeah, it that's felt good. Cute. Definitely. That's so cute. Kate. It was just like when I was a kid, you know? And yeah. <laughs> that chokes me up. I know. Precious cat. And I was like, I nothing's know. wrong. Like, what are you talking about? She was just like, I know. Mom <laughs> can knows when Moms I'm hiding know. something. Yeah. yeah. Oh when I'm stressed and I'm trying gosh. to act like I'm not. Moms know. Yep. Isn't yeah. that a gift that moms have? Mm-hmm. Sort of. Yeah. Ignorance could be blissful yeah. at times. I remember my I think my... any mom can do it, though, with yeah. any number of people, kind of. Yeah. It's an it's an intuition. You can intuition. always tell if I have something going. Oh, I can totally. <laughs> well, tell. and don't you? You think don't it's... look at me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Uh-huh. Really? When he has things going on, it, it, I mean, and we, you know, we never have tension. It's not tension between you and I. No. But if you have stuff going on in your life, you are all business. You're head down, and you don't have a lot of banter. I never noticed that. I guess, but I I think you're right. You're all business, and your head's in the mm-hmm. in the uh-huh. board. Uh huh. Because I don't want my yeah. Because yeah, you don't, I don't want, want to be it to seen. interfere. Yeah, with, and you, know. you don't want to be seen. No, I don't. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you're right. So are and you so then I text you from the car. <laughs> are you okay, Kev? Yep. <laughs> so are you uncomfortable, like on this, when you talk about yourself? Do you feel uncomfortable being kind of cracking open your insides? Because no. you don't feel it at all. If it's on a me. microphone, I oh, have no problem. Okay, because you're kind of hiding. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. When you turn it off, then I shut it, you know, then yeah. I'm closed off. But. Do you ever think about anything that that we, that do either of you ever think of things that you've said on this and on this show and thought, oh, I wish I hadn't said that? Mm-mm. Me neither. Yeah, I, don't I think really it, it, there is comfort in that yeah. nobody's really sitting. But then, the oh, when, when you're on yeah. Katie Trail and somebody's like, oh my God, I'm listening to you. I'm like, oh shit, what did I <laughs> what say? Did I say? <laughs> what yeah. did I say? What are they listening to? <laughs> That's the only time is when people are like, yeah. oh, my God, I love this week's episode. And I'm like, oh, man, people really do listen. I know. Yeah. Uh, people, oh, definitely. People say, I listen to you. I listen to the podcast all the time. And I'm, I'm thinking, let's uh, see. <laughs> is it good? Is it bad? I was at a Super Bowl <laughs> party last night, y'all. And there was this guy that came up to me. And he was like, are you Tovacito? And I said, yes. And he goes, he was he's a home builder. And he's working with an architect. And he was at Mary Catherine's wedding. Uh huh. And so I was in a background of one of his pictures, and but we don't know each other well. And so he said that the architect was like, "How do you know Tovacito?" <laughs> and he was like, "I don't know Tovacito. She's just she was just at this wedding, and he she was like, I." I'm obsessed with her and Janice. <laughs> I love. He was like, he was like. I felt like, shit. Is she like a rock star or like a? <laughs> is she like somebody famous? And I just totally missed it at MK's wedding. And you I, do kind of have a celebrity name though. It sounds like <laughs> someone famous. Well, yeah, it kind of is a great name. Yeah. If I ever got remarried, I think I'd have to keep Cedo. Yeah. Yeah. I'll dash it. Yeah. You do need to, but I yeah. and for my kids, you know, I, I think it'd be hard to lose. What's Craig's last name? Shrank doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, it's a strong name. It's a German name. It's just Tovacito is is like catchy, catchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. my middle my maiden name was Sterling. That's a great. That and is it's a great name. name. And my sister named her first child who was a boy Sterling. We always had this bet going. Cool Whoever name. had the first a grandchild, we got to name him Sterling. I would have had the baby first just to do, just to claim <laughs> claim it. That was the captain on Love Boat. Captain Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> my name's not catchy. First thing I did when I got into radio was drop that last six letters of my last name and just immediately went <laughs> to Kevin E. Because people hear my last name and like, what the hell did oh. I say? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, what is your real name? Eblinger C? <laughs> no. I see That's what you're a, saying. Yeah. Which yeah. is funny. I told you guys my sister used to be a, a TV reporter, and people always thought her name was Anna Bling because her name is Anna Bling. Oh, oh but you say it fast. And I'm yeah. like, it's just hard to, oh, that's hard to hear what it is, you know? And if somebody I, yeah. wants to Google you or something, they're like, how the hell do you spell Ebling? Like, <laughs> I told you my kids are like, Mom, you have got to change the name of Be the Remedies because their kids, their friends were like, Your mom, why does your mom have an Instagram that's Beth Remedy? Or <laughs> oh, Beth, I never would have thought of that. Yeah, Beth, Beth, Remedy. Beth Remedy. That's funny. <laughs> like, why does she go by Beth Remedy? <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yeah, <laughs> I Beth Remedy. That's funny. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's really Instead funny. Of be the remedy. Beth Remedy. Yeah, everybody that when they see my name, it's Gaunt. 
Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Gaunt. I'm like, oh, it's Gant. I just keep saying, Tom, we need to change the spelling of this to G A N T. Yeah, because he it won't is let me do Gant. it. He huh. said he wasn't going to change his spelling. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to get you out of here. It's already 2.21. Oh, my oh gosh. God. So do I know, we flew. We can do this forever, how far did we do that? We did 51 we minutes. Oh, gosh. Or something. I think we could go all day probably. I know. That's what I love about us. When I was listening to last week's, I was like, wait, we... We talked for an hour and 15 minutes last week. Did we? Yes. yes. And you know what? I When I, I listened, it. listened to it. I listened to that episode when I was cooking. I, did, I totally did not feel like it was long. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I really I didn't. It. it was a great episode. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. It oh was funny. Oh, my God. Funny. That whole naked conversation was <laughs> really making See, we me say giggle. so much, I don't even remember that. <laughs> We talked about oh, me being naked in the dorm. We also talked about like nude beaches and yeah, uh-huh. yep. Tova running around in the dorm right. naked, and y'all were looking at me like I had four sicko. <laughs> I know. I probably well, need to get you back could, into therapy. You could be. You could leave the sim. You could leave the the pulpit. Uh-huh. And be a stripper. I Easily. And probably. probably make a lot more money. I think that's a good quality, honestly. I think it shows I, confidence. I think that I could make a lot more money as a stripper. I think you could, too. <laughs> could as a pastor. <laughs> or a counselor. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd rather sure. not have a purse full of ones and have a little bit of integrity left. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to go. You'd have to go I'd for the to, big bucks. Yeah. But oh. if it doesn't impact your integrity, I mean... Why not? If it doesn't, you know. Kind of would though. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it does it violate your values. I don't know your system. children. <laughs> your, your children might not yeah, be so. If I proud. took off all of my clothes and danced in front of strangers, I might be stepping outside. But you of my wouldn't be uncomfortable system. doing it, though. I would not be uncomfortable doing it. I actually think I would giggle and have a lot of fun. <laughs> 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 and probably make a lot of money. I'm sure. But I wouldn't want people to look at me like that. Right. Even completely I, objectified. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. now that you've admitted on air that you would actually do it, everybody's <laughs> Now everyone listening every... wants to see you naked. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot see Tobin naked, Tom. <laughs> or Kevin. <laughs> you probably wouldn't want to. I think I look a lot better with my clothes on than I do my clothes off. See, that's not confidence. You shifted. Well... I mean, <laughs> things start drooping as as Jason just and I talked way, about. <laughs> just Think way, just way. Gravity starts making its way. <laughs> but there was a day where I would have nailed it. <laughs> okay, we got to. Go. I never would have nailed it. <laughs> Love y'all. Thanks Bye, for listening. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Have an amazing week and happy Valentine's. Oh yeah.